everybody, it's JR again. It's another episode of Snipes and Stripes on nofilter.net, where we just love to have fun with our fans, with hockey, and my good friend, Mr. Tim Peel. He is the Stripes of the Snipes and Stripes, one of the best referees of all time, Timmy Peel. Great to be with you for another week. Well, a lot of stuff going on, man. I hope you're ready for a great show. Um, we're, we're feeling a little, a little antsy today, so I think this could be uh, a lot of fun for our listeners tonight to listen to what we have to talk about. But uh, how are you feeling tonight? Everything good? I'm great, buddy. How are you doing? I'm looking forward to it. we got a lot to talk about, a lot of stuff going on right now. Yeah, it's going to be great. Just for all you listeners right there, just remember we have the knock button, another great feature that nofilter.net has. Click that knock button. I will see you. I will bring you on the show. You can tell us your opinions. You can disagree with ours. You can you can agree with us no matter what, but having our fans part of the show makes No Filter one of the best platforms in all of podcasts to watch. And we're doing this live. I'm actually in Puerto Rico right now. I'm playing golf. I'm down at the Dorado Beach, Puerto Rico, having a great time. And I just want you to know, Tim, that this, listen, we're very lucky to have some sponsors. And Bet Online is our new sponsor. Now that all four sports are not going anymore because baseball is over, congratulations to the Texas Rangers for winning. They beat my Arizona Diamondbacks in a, a thrilling World Series, which was fantastic. Got to say congratulations to the Arizona, Arizona Diamondbacks for defeating all the odds. But um, again, we got three major sports going on. Bet Online is your top spot. For all of your betting action with NFL, college football, NHL in full swing, Bet Online is your number one source of wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access for every sport, anytime. Head to Bet Online today to get your best action. Don't forget to use the promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online where the game starts. A lot of fun. We're going to do that, too. We're going to make some money this week. Well, we we need to. I uh, I kind of uh, let some people down last week, JR, because after the uh, the Heritage Classic, I got on the Edmonton train, and we'll get into Edmonton in a little, in a little while, but it's a bit of a fire dump. <laughs> That's all right. If they, listen, if they listened to me, they made some money. Good. They made, good. They made some good money. So between the awesome. two of us, they should they should have been on the plus side of it. Perfect. Of, of the game. So we will be given our picks for Thursday um, or Saturday, depending on what we decide to do. We want to just get, get, get some of our team ready for the future in terms of gambling. Bet online is a great place to go for your betting needs. Uh, we will see who we like Thursday, maybe Saturday, because it's a big, big weekend of hockey as it is always, but I'm going to leave it off to you. I, oh, by the way, I should say my own whiskey in the wild is also a sponsor. I don't have my whiskey in the wild because I am down in Puerto Rico, so I'm going to have a little glass of vodka and enjoy the uh, enjoy the the festivities today. But I'm going to let you, Tim Peel, lead us the way. Where is the first topic you want to start this week? Because there's a lot been going on in the National Hockey League over the last week. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, where I want to start right off the bat is the Toronto Maple Leafs, and last year the biggest. For the last two or three years, the biggest problem with the Toronto Maple Leafs, they weren't built for the playoffs. We saw it. They weren't hard enough. They weren't gritty enough. They weren't built for the playoffs. Brad Treliving comes in. He brings in Domi, Bertuzzi, and Ryan Reeves. He, I liked the pickups at the time. He brought in some sandpaper, what they needed. Last Thursday, Toronto was in Boston. There's a play. Lilligren's going back for the puck. 
Marshawn is is chasing them down. They get tangled up. You can you can debate all day whether it was a penalty or not. Personally, I don't think it was a penalty. I slowed it down. I watched that Lilligren moved into into uh, Marshawn's uh, uh, space. The league didn't think it was a penalty, even though Lilligren was was hurt on the play. He's out for quite a few weeks with a high ankle sprain. They didn't think it was a penalty. Marshawn didn't get suspended. What bugs me is the reaction from the Toronto Maple Leaf players. You got Bertuzzi laughing on the bench. You got a few players kind of looking at, at Marshawn, but they're really not doing anything. And then it this just blows my mind. I've never heard of this, JR. And you played in the NHL for 20 years, a long time. They had to have a team meeting to talk about team toughness and sticking up for each other. I've never heard of anything so asinine in all my life. It blows me away. I cannot believe it. And then I, and and I'm going to go on a rant here because then I see Ryan Reeves get interviewed. He says, yeah, I didn't get a chance to go on the ice because Boston had the last change. You know what I, that is? You know what that is? That's a cop out. That's an excuse. A, because you know what? A cop out. Because you know what I do if I'm sitting there besides Willie Nylander, who's probably going to be playing against Marshawn, I said, the next shift you're out against him, you take a five-second shift, you come off, I'm going on. The other problem that I have is Jonathan Tavares was out all the time against Brad Marchand, okay? To me, I think you should strip the captaincy away from Jonathan Tavares. You just had a guy carried off, he's going to miss weeks, and none of you guys did anything to Brad Marchand. Nobody that, that, touched By the him. way, that, that's a that's a pretty bold statement that you just called right there for Jonathan Tavares to get his captaincy I'm, stripped. I'm telling you, you strip that him from is, the captaincy. He is not the leader of this team. He is not. I've seen it for two or three years now. He's not the leader of this team. Well, I do believe that the captain has to be that guy that is going to be the, the physical leader. He's going to be the vocal leader. He's going to be the energy leader. There's no question about that. And I, I think I love Jonathan Tavares. Don't get me wrong. I do. I, I absolutely do. But never in a million years would I see him sitting out, sitting out on an ice and going after somebody for one of, of, a, of a protection reasons. That's not his job. That is Ryan Reeves' job. And, I, and, and listen, I, I'm going to say you don't strip. Jonathan Tavares, but somebody should step up to John Tavares and say, where was your voice? Where was your, where was your, your influence on your team to tell the boys, all right, boys, let's get at it. And I'm going to tell you Ryan Reeves right now, Ryan Reeves didn't want to go on the ice and go after somebody because he knew he would have got suspended. And you know what happens with suspension? You get money out of your pocket. He would not have got suspended if he dropped the gloves and grabbed them. He'd get an instigator penalty. He'd get, an instigator. He'd get, two, he'd get two, five, and ten. He wouldn't get suspended for that. But I disagree with you on the captain on the captain's role. Brady Kachuk would do it. Mark Stone would do it. Jamie Ben would do it. There's a lot yeah, of captains. none of those. None, none of those guys are. None of those guys have the the the, the demeanor of a Jonathan Tavares. Well, maybe 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 Tavares shouldn't be the captain then. Well, maybe, but Jonathan Tavares can 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 have an influence on the bench. Now that is, I will, I will take solace of that. He, you know, not solace. I, I should, it's a wrong word words, which I usually have the wrong words, but he should have, he should have told the bench, Hey boys, we need to, we need to act. And the fact yeah, that I, he I, didn't do that and the whole team didn't react. I mean, the fact that they have 
Max Domi, the fact that they have Bertuzzi, the fact that they have Reeves, they brought in sandpaper, which you said, and now they have to talk about protecting their players. This is why the Toronto Maple Leafs will never go anywhere. And they have the best goal scorer in the game in Austin Matthews. What he has, 13 goals, something like that. They have a great playmaker in Marner. They have a great player in Nylander. They, they actually have a chance to do something this year. But they're not going to do anything if they don't back each other up and play like a team and support each other. And I totally agree with you. The fact that they just let this injury happen and didn't throw any, any sort of a backlash at that shows you that they might not be that good of a, of a close team. Dare, did you ever, when you played, have to have a team meeting about team toughness and standing up for yourself? I can, I've never heard of it before. I've never heard of it. I think it's, I think it's ridiculous and it's embarrassing. They should well, be, I mean, it's, 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 understa it's understandable these days. It's understandable these days because these kids are soft. They're pajama boys. I, I'm sorry. You know, there are tough guys, but for the most part, they just want to go into the game and just play the game. And they just want to just meander through. Don't get hit. Let's not get hurt. You know, let's let's try to get through a safe game. Get our uh, point. Don't yell at me. Don't yell get at our, me. Don't get our point. Make, so make sure get there's not too contract. much pressure. Yeah. You know, it's so. Yeah, I do believe I do believe that you have to have a conversation in the locker room that you need toughness because toughness isn't in the game anymore. So one last thing. Also, it comes down to Sheldon Keefe. Sheldon Keefe, listen, I'm not saying we're, we're not condoning violence here. That's not at all what we're saying. But Sheldon Keefe's the coach. He should be tapping somebody on the shoulder and say, are, like, are, you, are you guys going to let this happen? I didn't yeah. see him talk to his players at all. I'm sorry. Hey, by but the way, how many, times, how many times do you see a hit in the game and a really good hit, a really solid hockey hit, a legal hit, that is that is just it's bone crushing, right? And next thing you know, the teammate comes in to fight that guy who had even even though it was a legal hit, which drives me crazy, right? Drives me I mean, crazy too. Yeah, but we don't see Toronto doing that. No. And you know what? Is when when Toronto figures out that they're going to be a team and they're going to play for each other, and they're going to play hard for each other, they're going to stick up for each other. Then maybe they'll go past the first round more often than once in the last nineteen years, right? Yeah, yeah. And that that is that is a that unfortunately that is that is a bad that's a bad message to send to the teams that you're playing because they come in and say hey listen let's push these guys around because we can push them out of a game. There's been and, there's been many instances so far this year where someone's been hurt and the next shift someone goes out and says I got to fight you. I don't even know if the play was dirty or not, but I've got to stand up for my team. I don't see that with Toronto. It's disappointing. I grew up, everyone Everyone on social media thinks I hate the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, I'll tweet out a picture of me in my pajamas and Toronto Maple Leafs pajamas when I was a kid. I love the Maple Leafs, but it's frustrating. And the Toronto fans have witnessed it for the last three or four years. They are soft. They're soft. They're not built for the playoffs. And something's got to change there because they'll be out again after the first or second round. Well, I, I, I definitely think Ryan Reeves, who was brought there for toughness, and he's brought there maybe for a, a locker room influence. He should he should he should do more than just get in the media and, and stop talking a lot of BS and start and start bringing the BS onto the ice because he does a lot of talking. A lot he does of talk. a lot of talking. I mean, for what he did to Corey Perry, what he did with with Marshawn and all that stuff. You know, nobody wants to hear it. 
You know, no. he's there for one reason. He's there for he's there for toughness. He's there for a little bit of leadership. He's there to make sure that those guys on that ice feel comfortable and that they can play the game without having anybody come after him and all that stuff. And Ryan Reeves, if you ask me, is not doing his job. I'm sorry. No. And I, lo- I love Ryan Reeves, but he's not doing his job. He's already looking at his next gig for to work in the media on on one of the national broadcasts. I think that that's uh, I think that that's what his focus is right now. It's certainly yeah. not on protecting his teammates. So yeah, hey, we got we got a, we got a new uh, a watcher on uh, on our show. Uh, one of the guys I met in Manchester last year, Steve Beal, senior. He's on. He's watching. He's like the key is playing for each other. I mean, here's a guy who never played in the National Hockey League, Steve Beal, watching our show. Just a fan. He goes, that's that's a big picture. It's playing for each other. Playing exactly. for the guys sitting next to you. And if you and if you're not going to sit there and not going to take take a couple lumps and take a couple punches and defend the guy, why why even bother going out? So yeah, good good point by you, Mads. And, and by the way, there's a couple other teams that need to wake the f up. Well, and teams that are just and I have <laughs> one one I understand the San Jose Sharks are in a rebuild right now, and it took. An absolute goaltender miraculous performance last night in order for the San Jose Sharks to win a win a hockey game. And they finally won a hockey game last night. They beat the Philadelphia Flyers 2-1 in the shootout. Flyers had 40 shots. Yeah, McKenzie. 19. Yeah, McKenzie Blackwood played unbelievable for San he Jose. He played unbelievable. Um that this team I expect to be really bad because they're in a rebuild and, and Mike Greer's got a really tough situation there and I'm sure he's going to do a good job. San Jose should be a good place to attract free agents, but they have, I think they're going to go down. I think they have the possibility of probably becoming the worst regular season team in NHL history. It kills me. It kills me to say that, but the way that they have playing, there is no, there's no energy. It doesn't seem like there's any pride. There's no, there's no common sense on the ice. The things that they're doing, it's literally watching, a, a you know, a a fire drill out there. They don't know what they're doing. It's a, yeah. It's, a, it's it's really too bad, man. It really is. I, I agree with you. I feel bad. I feel bad for for Mike. I feel bad, really bad for the San Jose fans because you played there. They have a tremendous fan base there. I love the I love the Sharks, uh, the Shark fans. I worked my first playoff game there. It's one of the loudest buildings ever in the league. And yep. Thomas Hertel, he must be going like, "What am I doing here?" But you know what? I hate to say it, I'm not a big fan of David Quinn. I wasn't a big fan of him in New York. I think he's an overrated college coach, and I don't think he's a coach in the National Hockey League. And and that t- at the end of the day, they have they're putting an NHL lineup, Jr. on the ice. They're they're not terrible, terrible players. I think it's the systems that he has. I just don't think he's a good coach. I think if they had somebody else in there, they would be marginally better. But they, you know, him and Mike uh, Quinn and Mike went to went to college together. That's not going to change. So that's my two cents on San Jose. It's unfortunate. Yeah. But- don't- I wonder what the atmosphere is like in the locker room. I wonder what their practices are like. You know, are there are, are the practices harder? Are their their workouts in the gym harder? Are the coaches are they making the guys feel awful for the for the efforts that they're that they're putting out? 
Um, you can't tell me, you cannot tell me that a professional hockey team, okay, that is prepared to play with all guys that have made the National Hockey League. We know what, how hard it is to make the National Hockey League. Right. You have professional hockey players. You cannot tell me that these guys prepared themselves and were ready to play in two games where they got 10 goals scored on them back-to-back nights. Right. That is an utter disgrace of a performance. It's an utter disgrace of preparation, and it's a, it's a quit mentality that should never be in pro sports, especially in the National Hockey League. When was the last time that you saw a, a National Hockey League team give up 20 goals in two games? I've never seen it. I, I, I maybe going back into the 70s when, you know, I, I, I've never seen it before. It never it happened. Happen. And it, it shouldn't happen. And it it's should. a disgrace. And I'm telling you right now, it's the players that play that game that either A, don't listen to the coach and don't play the system, give a half-ass effort, or they just want to get the game over and they're not even thinking about what they're doing out there, and they're just they're just lottie dying around. Either or, way, either way, it is one hundred percent totally unacceptable. And if the coach isn't making them feel their pain in practice, correct. then there's something wrong. There's Absolutely. something wrong. Yeah, no, I agree. And that, and that's I agree with you. I, I I find it hard to believe that these players aren't coming ready to play. I think it's the coaching. And maybe I'm wrong. I'm, we're not in the dressing room. We don't know what's going on. But Peelzy, I, Peelzy, you, Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse can coach a team and not lose, give up twenty goals in two games. Yeah. This comes. This comes down to the players. Okay. This comes down to the players having a little bit of pride in the sweater, and the in, in the crest of the sweater that they have. Yeah. And no, you're you're in the NHL. So, and all of a sudden now, and you win your first game 2-1 and you give up 40 shots. I mean, the Flyers, right? Yeah. I mean, the Flyers are good this year. I, I, I'm very surprised the way the Flyers are playing. I'm very impressed with the Flyers' effort, the way the Flyers are playing. Um, I don't like San Jose winning against my Flyers the first game, two of my ex-teams, which I love both of them tremendously. But, um, well, and, and I wonder again, this is the same situation. How would you feel if you're Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl in Edmonton right now? Well, and I was well, I was kind of hoping San Jose would lose last night because Thursday night, tomorrow, uh, or yeah, tomorrow night, there's six or seven games on in the NHL pocket, and it's all anyone is talking about is San Jose and Edmonton. Now imagine what? there's other great teams playing. There's other great matchups. Because people want to see, because Edmonton is such a dumpster fire right now, is are they going to go into San Jose? If they go into San Jose tomorrow and lose, Jay Woodcroft is not getting on that plane. <laughs> He's not. He's not. I'm telling you right now. They're, they're pulling a Gerard Gallant in Florida. They're calling him a cab and picking him up at the SAP Center in San Jose. Okay? If... I, I saw a clip yesterday of Connor McDavid. He looks like Benjamin Button right now. He is aging as in front of our eyes. It's painful to watch because you we we just 
you love him. I love him. Every hockey fan loves him for what he does for our sport. He's phenomenal to watch. He looks so old right now. He's aging in front of us. Him and Leon must be going, when can I get out of this organization? Okay, I, so I, I really ask, believe. I, I got I to ask you the question, okay? Um, we, we obviously know that their, their secondary scoring is, and it always has been the problem, okay? Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins is obviously really happy with his lead year last year because he yep. absolutely sucks ass this year. Sucks. There's nobody. There's nobody in the secondary scoring that's helping this team right now. Um, but why? Why would the team change their system from a man-on-man coverage defensively to a zone coverage and kind of change? I mean, they would they go to the third round last year, second, third round, third last round, year? third round, third round. They went to the semifinals last year. Now all of a sudden, you want to change your defensive tactics? And go to a go to a box set. I don't understand the I don't understand the mentality. And Jay is smarter than that. Jay Woodcroft is a smart hockey guy. He needs to make changes in the system because there's no way you should be changing your defensive system to start a new year. And obviously, these guys can't do it because they're not getting it, and they're losing hockey games because they they seem to be in disarray. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I thought of that a couple of days ago about how they changed their defensive system. Maybe I'm maybe I'm stupid, but you made it to the third round last year. You have the same personnel on D. You haven't changed anybody on D or and primarily your forwards, but let's change up our defensive scheme. And now we're two, eight and one, two, nine and one. It makes no sense to me. I don't understand it. And and everyone is piling on, and I feel sorry for Jack Campbell because he's a great guy. He got sent to Bakersfield yesterday. You know, Kenny Holland signed him to a five times five deal and in took him from Toronto. Bad signing. Stuart Skinner. They're not getting the defensive help, but I don't think you can blame the defense the defenseman. It's the same players that played last year in the playoffs and made it to the third round. I don't get it. I don't know why they change things, but I think, and and I put it out on social media, they need a coaching change. Jay Woodcroft, I like him as a person, but this is a problem I, I also have with, with what I just said, and it bugs me. We say all the time, and I hear it on, on every telecast or, or driving around, I listen to the radio, I, he's a good guy, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? This business isn't about being a good guy. This business is about getting results. And I'm sorry, but Evan Bouchard last night or the other night when they uh, when they lost to Vancouver, it's three two. Who? He makes Who are you talking about? Evan Bouchard, the defenseman for Edmonton. Okay. He he pinches in on and it's three two for for Vancouver at the time. It's in the second period. Edmonton's in, in right in this game. Evan Bouchard pinches in, bad pinch. They go down. He's busting his, his rear end to get back. He gets to the top of the circle. I've watched it. I've seen it on NHL Network. I've, he coasts in, and the guy that he sh- should have caught scored the goal. All he had to do was take two or three more strides, and he could have caught him. It would have been no goal in the play. So wait, let me finish. So then... He comes to the bench, 
Woodcroft doesn't say anything, sends him out the next shift. What kind of message are you sending? Bench him for a couple shifts. Look at Huberdo in Calgary last night. He didn't play a shift in the third period. Ryan Huska was sending a message, and Calgary scored three goals in the third period and came back and beat Nashville. Send a message to these players that if you're not going to put the effort in, I'm going to you're, sit. You're, you're, in a, you're in a different time zone right now. You're in a different time zone. You're, well, you're, in, the, you're in the 90s. You're in, you're in actual where common sense like ruled the day. There's well, no common sense anymore. You Husky. can't do that to these players anymore. You can't sit them on the bench because you know what you're going to do. You're going to hurt their feelings. And you know what happens when you hurt their feelings? They stop playing for you. Just like the, just like the guys in Calgary did last year for Daryl Sutter. They yep. didn't like them, right? They didn't like them. And guess what they're doing this year? They're doing F all. Nothing. Because they're a bunch of whiners. This yep. is what they are. They're a bunch of whiners. Oh, I don't like that he's yelling at us. I don't like that he's too tough on us. I don't like that we have to practice after we just got back at 3 in the morning after a long road trip. You know what? You guys get paid a lot of money. Play the game the way you're supposed to play the game. And the coaches should be sitting guys' asses on the bench when they don't play the game the way they're supposed to play it. And they don't show the effort. Do you know how many times I see, Tim, what you just said? Guys back checking. All of a sudden, they stop skating, and their skates go parallel, and they don't make another move. And mm-hmm. you know what happens? The guy gets the puck and shoots it in the net with that back checker with his yep. stick this far away. Yep. And one more stride could have been the difference of knocking that puck away and not having that chance. It is, it's mind-boggling to me. That well, you know what you're you're right, but so guess what? We have to get credit. I'll give credit to Ryan Huska for doing that, for sitting for yeah, sitting. But, a guy. What, but what's what's wrong with Huberdo? Is is, is he is he that soft? Is he that soft? He, where he he is. he loved where he was in Florida. He was playing playing with Barkov. He's playing with some great players. Now all of a sudden he has to go up to Calgary, which by the way is an unbelievable city. The great it's a great place to play. Great fans. And Huberto can't get out of his own way right now to become a, a, a regular uh, player that consistently can pull the pull the trigger every single night. It's really disappointing. This is a hundred point guy that for some reason is is battling with his his mental state because he doesn't like where he is, or does he like where he is? But he's just maybe is he peaked. I don't, I don't think he likes where he is. I don't think he ever wanted to leave Florida. He didn't want to leave. His best buddy was, was Barkoff. We got, we got Nick, we got Nick saying he likes his toes in the sand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ain't no sand in Calgary. That a boy, yeah. Nick. Good, good call. No, by you. there's sand. All right. But it's, it's sand for the, for the icy roads up there. That's the only sand they have up in Calgary. He, yeah. his best buddy was Barkoff. He loved, he was comfortable in Florida. I don't know if he'll ever get back. I think going forward, if he's a 70, 80 point guy, that might be the max that you see out of him, JR. Yeah, we got we got Casa Cora saying it's snowing in Calgary. There's no way that Huberdo wants to be in the snow. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's great. you know who else doesn't you know, want to it, get but the it snow does his you know, my, my, I saw my brother last week. My brother was telling me that in, in the NCAA now, if you're, if the NCAA team, if the team plays bad, the coach can't, can't skate them. You, you can't, you can't skate a team after a bad game 
in, oh, in punishment. You can't do physical exertion penalties anymore for teams that don't play bad. So literally, if you're a coach and you don't like the way your team plays, if you're in the NCAA, you have to walk into the locker room and go, hey, guys, you know, we really didn't play very well last night. Do you think we can play better tonight? Maybe well, let's go, let, well, we can have some ice cream and lollipops tomorrow if you guys play good, if you guys play that's harder. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. So embarrassing. And we've become so soft, and we've, we've allowed this absolutely stupid culture to come into sports right now. And us as fans, us as fans are getting gypped out of what these guys can really do. Because, Tim, you know as well as I do, these players are so talented. They are so fast. They shoot the puck. They can do so many great things. And we're getting gypped of their absolute, um, their top-level yep. play. And I'm not saying all the time. I'm not saying all the time because we we see great games. When the playoffs come, we see great hockey. But for the most part, sometimes we see such lazy, such like low-level hockey because there just doesn't seem to be the preparation, the commitment, the, 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 you know, the, the smart mentality, and, and the coaches just let it go. And that's why some of these teams are struggling. That's, that's why Washington's struggling. That's why they, um, the San Jose Sharks are struggling. That's why Edmonton's struggling. We can say a couple more, but come on, man. If, that's why I don't coach. I couldn't coach in this league. I could you not coach what? in this league. It, I'm a yeller and a screamer. I'm a yeller and a screamer. But the guys would turn on me in a second. But to your point, buddy, it's filtering down into minor hockey too. It's the same thing. I coach. You can't. You can't. You can't. There's no hard love anymore. You why? Why? Who? Where's the rule? Where's because the rule? Because because our society's soft. Where's the rule? The rule is the parents complain. That's the rule. Okay, then don't coach. Well, but I like to coach. I like to okay. give back. You know what well, I mean? He, so you're going to coach and you're going to accept the no, mediocrity? No, I'm not. I No, I had a parent the other day. I, I, called, I called him up after a tournament in Chicago. I said, hey, I just want to let you know, I really thought your son played really well this weekend. He scored a few goals. He played hard. He, I thought he played really well. He said, Oh, he thought he was mad at you. And I remember the play came off the ice, and I go, what are you doing there? Blah, blah, blah. I said one thing, negative, and that's all they, the, these kids and all the NHL play. You can't say anything negative now. To your point, it's all going to be positive. It's all going to be positive, or they'll fold up their suit, fold up their tent, and go home. They'll take their ball and go home. You, I, I, to your point, I would hate to be a coach in the NHL, but that takes us to our next point because there's a coach that's on the hot seat in Ottawa right now, and they're playing tonight. I didn't check the score. Ottawa and Toronto. Toronto's in Ottawa, and that's DJ Smith. And I referee. It's DJ. one one. It's one one. One one. I referee DJ when he was in the minor or in the OHL and the minor leagues. Kind of a tough guy. Uh, was the assistant coach in Toronto. I think they have to fire DJ Smith because what's going on right now in Ottawa is an absolute disgrace. 
They are last, last in the Eastern Conference. Now think about that. Brady Kachuk, Stutzel, uh, Norris, Giroux, Tarasenko, Shabbat, Jake Sanderson. You would have played against his dad, Jeff Sanderson. Kid's an unbelievable player. Chikrin, Zub. They're getting decent goaltending. This team should not be last in the NHL in, in the Eastern Conference chair. There's no chance at the and and it's it's rinse and repeat from last year. This was a team that was supposed to take the next step, but guess what? Yep. They're not. So guess what? Uh, Steve Steos, who's a new interim GM, you need to make a coaching change. I don't care if it's Claude Julian, Gerard Gallant. You got to get a fresh voice in there because obviously it's not working with. Well, you know what? You just said something that was really interesting. So, and I totally agree with you. The fact that the Ottawa Senators are last in the East is pathetic. It's It's absolutely pathetic because everybody looked at them to making that next step, and a lot of people put them in the playoffs this year. Me being what me being one of them, and those players that you just rattled off are way too good, way too good to be at the bottom of the Eastern Conference. Now, they have a lot of young guys. And when you have a lot of young guys on your team, what's the best thing to do is have a coach that teaches young guys and coaches young guys the best. And Gerard Gallant might be the best young guy coach that we've seen in a long time. We saw what happened when he did in Florida. We saw what happened when he did when he went to Vegas. We saw what happened when he went to New York. That all had a lot of young guys. It's really strange to me, though, how Gerard Gallant has so much success and then gets fired. It's there's, something, there's something going on, whether Gerard Gallant is not a GM coach, where it's like, it's my team, and he tells the GM, you don't tell me what to do with my team, or whether he is a not on the an same an, terms an with the analytic, an analytic guy, maybe like no, you're right. There's something. There's something about Gerard Gallant because nobody with the history that Gerard Gallant has had in coaching gets fired as many times as Gerard Gallant gets fired. But not only gets fired as many times, but gets fired when he gets fired. Yeah. He gets fired when he is winning games. That to me is mind-boggling. He got fired from the Rangers. Think about this: they had a hundred and fifteen-point season and lost in the first round. He got fired, and they had a hundred and fifteen points. Now think. Okay, about it. I've got one better for you. He took a team to the finals. He took a expansion team to the finals and got mm-hmm. fired fifteen games into the next season. That's unbelievable. Are you kidding me? Never in pro sports have you seen that. So to me, there is some inner turmoil with what Gerard Gallant says to the GM or the management. Yeah. Because I know the players love him. I mean, he's a... Players love him. Players love him. They play for him. They play hard for him. I, I think it goes, I, and it, here's again here. It goes to show you how soft the NHL is. Yeah. Because as soon as you go against them, as soon as you go against the big guys, 
the CEOs, the GMs, the presidents. As soon as you don't go against them, you know, we don't need you anymore. Yeah. It's almost like they don't care about wins. No, we don't need you anymore. You don't agree with me? See ya. Yeah. That's that's kind of what it is. And Gerard Gallant has been at the epicenter of terrible firings when all he does is win. It's crazy. You know, I think you're on to something when you talk about because I know Gerard Gallant uh, personally. He's from Prince Edward Island. I grew up in New Brunswick. I've been to many charity events with him. Gerard Gallant is an old school guy. You knew, you know how he played in Detroit. Played Hard against goal. him. Played against him. He was tough as nails. Tough as nails. I guarantee you, he says to these GMs and that, I don't give a shit about what you're saying. I'm going to do it my way. And I think you're you're probably right that it rubs the GMs the wrong way because you're to your point. He, all he does is win everywhere he goes. It's not like he yeah. goes and they have a crappy season. They have a good season every every yeah. team coach. You think you think Edmonton Oilers want a, a guy a coach that wins all the time? Right. You think the, you think the San Jose Sharks would like a team? You think the Ottawa Centers would like a team a coach that wins? Listen, I you, I, just, I, I you know it bothers me a lot because I like Gerard Gallant and it's just I, I've just never seen it in sports where I see a coach win 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 and get fired get fired get fired. It's 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 my it's mind boggling to me. You know what? You've got uh, Leon. I looked today. Leon is uh, 19th in the league in scoring, and Connor McDavid is 67th. Are you kidding me? Like, I'm sorry, you need a coaching change in Edmonton. And I know they've been through a tremendous amount of coaches over the last 10 years, but you cannot. Okay, keep... let me ask you this one. Do you need a, do you, what's more important? Do you need a, 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 a coaching change in Ottawa? Or a coaching change in Edmonton first. Which one do you need? Which one would you do first? I would do Edmonton. Really? You know what? See, I, see, I, that's a tough one. That's a that's a tough one because I disagree. Yeah. I, I think I think Ottawa right now has has more players and has more potential than than Edmonton right now, and I think they're underachieving right now, and it, it's it's kind of crazy. So I but would this, I would go I would go with Ottawa. Edmonton team went to the third round last year. The third round, their personnel is not that much different than last year. So what is wrong? Like to your point earlier, is it their their system, their defensive system? I don't know, but you can't go from the third round to not make. You can't go from the third round, Jared, of not making the playoffs. And right now, they're on pace not to make the playoffs. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. No, the the way that they are right now. No. Can you imagine the NHL playoff start and there's no Connor McDavid in it? That's unbelievable. No Sidney Crosby. They suck. Pittsburgh sucks. They're last in the they're they're second last in the Eastern Conference. To have Sidney Crosby and Connor McDavid not in the playoffs is is a crime. It is a crime. There's no question about it. Um and you look at I mean Warren Fogel's good. Sam Gagne is older, so you can't say much to him. Zach Hyman, good player. Um, Vander all, Kane, Vander Kane is he's, he's you know I love Vander, but he's he's got to stop he's got to stop complaining and start start scoring. And I said I, Nugent, I said Nugent Hopkins, Nugent Hopkins, I, I, he's never done anything for me to tell you the truth. He's never done anything for me, and I think he's a soft player. I really do. I think he's soft. He had a great he had a great year last year. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, come on now. You know, I, I told he's, you this he's got to step up. He's got to 
Hello. Hey. He's I, told, I told you this story before. Nugent Hopkins, Hopkins comes up to me in San Jose and he goes, they're cross-checking me. I go, yeah, I know. It's a National Hockey League. You know, in other words, grow some, you know what? Like, come on, man. This is a tough league to play in. He's never done anything for me either. He's a perimeter player. I love I love Evander Kane. I don't think they're utilizing him the right way. He's one of the best skaters and power forwards I've seen in the past five years. I just don't think they're getting they're they're just not maximizing yeah. the potential out of this team right now. So. Hey, let's 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 bring on Casacora. Ka, We're gonna bring on one of our our. We got to get a guest in tonight. We only got about right. ten minutes left. Let's bring in a guest, kind of see what he's thinking about some of the things we're saying. Cause I think we're being very critical tonight and it, this is a critical time because, Hey, what's up, Kyle? What's going hey, on? How's it going, guys? Hey Kyle. What's going on? Hi, my name's Keenan here. Oh, Keenan. Okay. So, okay. So you're Keenan. I see your, I see your post. It says cause Sakura. So yeah. where, are you, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Calgary here. Fantastic. This is even better because we're talking about Calgary. We're talking about Huberdeau. We're talking about their season this year. They, they, they put a couple wins together now, so which takes a little bit of pressure off. But uh, as a Calgary I'm actually, fan, uh, I'm actually an Oilers fan. Oh, yeah. oh my God! Now we're now we're now we're yeah. really getting into the nitty gritty. We got a Calgary guy who's an Oilers fan. So oh, well, yeah, you, I've you lived in give, Calgary you for us some you you give us your critique. What's going on with what's happening right now? Uh, well, we can't give up two goals on three shots in the first period, and, and whose then fault get is like that? twenty shots. That was um, Tuesday night, or no Tuesday night, or today's Wednesday. Is that team uh, or Monday goaltenders? Night is that team or goalie? Uh, our goalie. We can't, or and like our team too. Our defense. You know, we have Ekholm, but like our defense needs to stop pinching to go down the zone. Go down and break, and then we give up so many rushes. It is unbelievable. And <laughs> well, well, and, and I talked about Evan Bouchard pinching. You you hurt. Yeah, you, yeah. I, I agree I, with that. Like I see that so much here, and it's just like the amount of times we go down and break it down into the or we break down a zone. Next thing you know, it's going the other way, and our goalies can't stop. I almost. I don't know if you guys are swearing or not, so I'm not going to bother swearing. <laughs> and I'm a big we're, we're, we're trying not, to, we're trying not to swear. We're trying not to swear, but sometimes the, the frustration comes in on us like you. So I totally well, get it. So thanks for controlling yourself. Yeah, and for I'm sure. Big, I'm a big Markstrom fan. I love Jacob Markstrom, but I, I don't know. He just he, it, it pains me to say it, but I just he hasn't had it in the last year and a half. Well, yeah, and I mean, and I'm ha- and I'm happy we didn't sign him. I'm really happy we didn't end up signing the way he's been playing there. And I mean, oh, you're talking about Edmonton now, yeah? I'm talking well, about hey, oh, yeah. hey Tim, I mean, don't forget he's from Calgary and he's an Edmonton fan, which I you know. don't well, see very often. That's why he's hanging in his room right now on a Wednesday night because he doesn't want to be out. Yeah, with I'm just hanging out with a friend here tonight. So he's got, a re- he's got a Regina pack, Connor Bedard. Oh, hey, Bedard's on the back, actually. Bedard's on the back. I got <laughs> That's that. Awesome. I actually got this from Dan O'Toole here, this hoodie. That a boy. Oh, a great man. A great man. Yeah, great guy, well, listen, great I, hey, hey, Keenan, you're, you're awesome. I'm so happy you're joining us from Calgary. That's fantastic. We For really sure. You guys that... are great, too. I, lo- I love hearing both your guys' stories. You two are both great. You guys both got screwed over at the end of your guys' careers. And I'm happy uh, you guys are doing this podcast together. Thank you. You, thank are, you. The, you are the best. I, I, hey, listen, I'm going to be up in Calgary. I'm gonna be up in Calgary in two weeks. I want to meet. I want to come out and meet you. Let's have a drink together. You're a good man, my friend. We're gonna get together. Sounds good. 
Hey, write your hey, on the chat on the chat line. Write your email down in the chat line. I'm gonna email you when I get up there. Okay, Keaton. Okay, sounds good, Jeremy. Okay, buddy. You take care. You too. Take Thank care, you. boy. Thank you. See, awesome. Just that's, awesome. We're, that's we're gonna bring, the best. See, that's the best. Hey, uh, let's let's bring in Grant. Let's bring in Grant too. Um, Rock and Reese. I know you're sitting there waiting, but we got to get some newbies in here too. So don't <laughs> worry, Rock and Reese. We'll get you next week. We're gonna bring in Grant. To chat a little bit. We just don't, don't you just love guys that come on like out uh, of Calgary, but I'm an Edmonton fan. That's just awesome. What's up, Grant? Oh, boys. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. We can hear you great, man. Good to see you. Welcome to uh, Snipes and Stripes and NoFilter.net. Really, really happy to have you. Where, where are you uh, joining in from? Minnesota, baby. Oh, oh wow. Well, hey, listen, well, is, there, is there a team? Is there a team in the National Hockey League that gets less respect? than the Minnesota oh. Minnesota Wild. That's a great point, Jer. Seriously. I, this team is so fun to watch. They they, they work their ass off. They are yep. well coached. Their their GM is the best. They battle their asses off. And nobody talks about them. It's it's crazy to it's story great. of my Keep, life, man. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of see, you kind of get the same thing, right? You kind of feel the same thing. Yeah, back to back hundred hundred point seasons, and just no luck in the playoffs. But I mean, the way they play now with Billy G coming in, it's just I love watching them every night. So well, Jr. Just old school. Bill. Jr. Played with Billy, and and uh, Billy was one one of my favorite guys, and we still. We'll, I'll text him every once in a while and say, hey, good luck and nice job, whatever. You've got one of the best, best people, human beings, and Billy Guerin. Yeah, you do. You really do. And he you got one of the best seems players. like and, the coolest and, guy ever. And you got one so. of the best players. Kaprizov is one of, the, one of the most fun players to watch. So, so Grant, give me, uh, give, give us, what do you got for us? I know you, you chimed in. You want, probably want to say something, and we're going to give you the floor. What do you got for us? Well, I was just, I wanted to hear your thoughts on the trades today. Uh, for the Wild, they got Bogosian. They sent Kalen Addison to uh, San Jose. I saw that. And uh, just like on, on the Kaprizov, uh, I know Pilsy was talking about Kuznetsov a couple weeks ago, how all the Russians kind of play a little lazy. Not Kaprizov, man. Not, Not Kaprizov. Kaprizov. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you. That's up. a great point. It's a great point. There's no laziness in that guy's game at all. That this, I judge a player by I watch every shift and Kaprizov does something that catches your eye every single shift. And that's a special player when they do that. And, you know, I try to tell young kids don't waste 45 seconds. Kaprizov doesn't waste 45 seconds. Um, I'm going to go to the Bogosian aspect. I've always been a big Bogosian fan. I think it's uh, a great pickup by many. Yeah, because one thing that is that I hated the most, Grant, is going into the crease and going around the net and knowing that the defenseman was going to hammer me with a with a slash, was going to cross-check me, that was going to give me the business, that was going to make me feel some pain for going into that crease. And that's the type of player that Bogosian is. And um, I don't know whether, you know, the team needs that kind of presence, but you can't hurt. Yeah, for sure. Definitely I'm a big, need a little depth, but I'm a big Felino fan too, Grant. I love I love Marcus. Uh I've known their dad for twenty years. He's just an incredible 
Marcus is an incredible person. He plays. He he's what embodies an NHL player. He plays that plays it the right way. He can score. He can fight. I love. I love. I I told my son Bronson the other night. We're watching the mini game. I go watch Kaprizov skate here. Just watch him. It's like unbelievable watching them. So I'm hoping you guys have a lot of success this year. I loved working in Minnesota. The fans there. I loved going to uh, to my old buddy uh, uh, Tommy Tommy Tom Reed. Tom Reed. Oh yeah, I, that's I a, a spot. Yeah, Minnie was in town uh, last winter, and Tom texted me, and I met him downtown and had a couple beers. Tom's the best, and and yeah, we love you guys in Minnesota, buddy. We love Minnesota love hockey. It. We love we love the state of hockey. There's no question about it. My boy Jack Jablonski's from up there, and he's he's gonna be he's like my second son. I love him to death. But we can't mention we can't mention Minnesota without talking about one of my favorite players in the game, and that's Zuccarello. I mean, oh, I, love I mean, it. You, got, you have the small guy that just is one of the smartest hockey players on the planet, and he's got an edge to him. He's feisty. He plays the game the right way. He's Swiss. You know, he's just, I mean, I, I, listen, I think Minnesota should be better than where they are right now, but I still yeah. think that they, they are going to be okay. Grant, I, I love that you joined from Minnesota. I'm, I'm glad that you're on NoFilter.net with us. I hope you like the show. This oh, yeah. is a really, it's a cool aspect that, that you can come on and give your two cents. This is pretty cool, right? Yeah, I know. I wasn't expecting you guys to let me in here. Well, First, we let you I in. Saw. We let you in. That's what it's all about. No, it's an honor. It's an honor. You guys get me through the work day. I'm cracking up oh, at work. So Grant, you, you got it. To- Grant, you you were able to talk to an NHL legend tonight in USA Hockey Hall of Famer. So I'm yeah. always grateful. And, 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 and a zebra legend. So, <laughs> Grant. Yeah, I love you, you Stripes. Take, you take I give it a little too hard to the men's league refs. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm always kidding. Keep giving it to them. Keep giving it to them. Grant, we'll see you next week. We appreciate you joining. All right. Thanks, beauties. Amazing. See, that's what it's all about. So, hey, listen, I thought we covered – some really important topics this week. And I know we were harsh on some teams, which we, you know, you got to be sometimes because, hey, maybe they listen to the show. Maybe they see what we say. Maybe they see some of the clips that we throw on social media. Maybe it gets in their head that, you know, or maybe they look at us and say, you know, F you, you guys don't know, you know, know, screw you, whatever the case may be. But these teams have got to start having a little bit of care and a little bit of passion in the game. Well, there we could do a show every week about how good Vegas is and how good uh, Boston is. And yeah, sorry, but nobody wants to, you don't want to hear that. Everybody knows how good these teams are. We want to talk about what's wrong with some of the teams in the league that we expected to do better. You know, we expected Ottawa to do better. We expected Buffalo to do better. You know, there's other teams in the league that we expected to do better. And, and, you know, we're, we're now getting to that point, and you know the stats by American Thanksgiving. I think it's 78% that if you're not in the playoffs or within yep. four points, you don't make the playoffs. And it's unbelievable that that yep. is by American Thanksgiving. So some of these teams, they need to get their head out of their, you know what, or they're yep. not, they're not going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, well, I'm just going to uh, just uh, just in response to a couple of the uh, our chatters online, um, we had um, – under Chidi come on and we talked about Toronto. So he asked how bad Toronto is. We talked about him in the beginning of the show. I think he kind of caught us in the back end. 
My boy Chris Blaine says, go Wings. He's a big Wings fan. But, hey, the Wings have kind of been sputtering a little bit, Blainer. Yeah. I thought you were going to you're going to chime in and, and chat, chat about it. We'll talk about the Wings next week. Um, we also got Nick that just says, you know what? Listen, call the teams out. He says, listen, JR, it's, it's, it's what you should do. Who cares what they think? And you know what? That's kind of the, that's kind of the, the mentality that we have here on Snipes and Stripes. We're going to call teams out. We're going to call players out. But we're also going to call people out for doing great things and teams that do great things. So we'll continue to do that. Next week, I want to talk about um, Alex Ovechkin. Is he, going to, is, he going to, is he going to catch Gretzky's record? Because there's a lot of people talking right now that don't, don't, they don't seem to think that he's going to, especially with the way that the Washington Capitals are playing. So listen, real quick. Bet Online is our sponsor for your for your best odds, for your best predictions, for the best places to play. Bet Online is your place for gambling. NHL, NFL, NBA, we're all rolling right now. Bet Online, that is where you go for your betting prospects. And I am going to come up and I'm going to pick a game for tomorrow. And I think I'm going to go a little bit on the edge because we just called out Ottawa. I think I'm going to call Brady Kachuk and say, Brady, get your team going tomorrow. I'm going to take Ottawa Senators over Vancouver. They're actually, they're actually, they're underdogs at home. I love a dog at home, and I think Ottawa is going to be so mad that they're not playing so well and that we called them out. I'm going with the Ottawa Senators tomorrow against Vancouver. Who do you got? Wow, that's that's a that's a good one, buddy. And we'll talk about your buddy Rick Tockett in Vancouver next week. Elias Pettersson off to a tremendous start. I've got uh, Friday. I've got Montreal at Detroit. I've got Detroit. I've got three games picked. I've got Washington at the Islanders on Saturday. I'm picking the Islanders, and we always got to throw a lock in there because I don't want to tell you it's. It, but if if don't do it. Don't do it. I'm telling you. Don't you dare St. Louis is going to beat Arizona. No. Don't you dare no, say I'm not. I'm not going down that path again. But San Jose, Saturday night, is in Vegas. Now, I got to think the San Jose team is probably going to go out Friday night in Vegas and maybe have some fun. I'm telling you, Vegas, this is a lock. Bet what you want, but Vegas is going to win that game against bet, San Jose. Bet the house. Bet the, house. bet the house, bet the farm, bet the kids. <laughs> Las Vegas, this might, be a fi- this might be a 15 to 1 game, Las Vegas against San Jose on Saturday. That's a good one. Everybody, bet thank you wife. very much. What a great show, buddy. This is another edition of Stri- Snipes and Stripes on NoFilter.net. We've had a blast. Timmy, you, you, brought, you brought your A game today, man. You just uh, brought some, uh, some really good points and some really good critiques that I think um, were well, well deserved. Thanks buddy. It was a great show and enjoy your time in uh, Puerto Rico. I will. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go uh, join the party in Puerto Rico right now to play some golf. And I'm going to thank everybody here on nofilter.net. Thanks for joining. You guys are awesome. I'm seeing all of your chats in, in the chat zone. You guys are awesome. Chris Blaine. I expect you to be here next week. Talk about Detroit. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about Ovi. We're going to have a lot of fun. And yeah. we always have fun right here on nofilter.net. Snipes and stripes. See you next week, Peelzy. <laughs>